Is he your manager? The I am your manager. What's up? We back. Hey, it's working. Baby. All right. Let's go. It's 2023. It's the customer service podcast. I am only K. CM. Big fucking dog. And we got a very, very special guest. Uh, a, a Homelander. A world, get it right, motherfucker. World renowned. Yes. World renowned. International. International. Small, go. double it back. World renowned. International. Step your shit up. Are you motherfuckers getting fucking DeVry degrees and shit? Go do something with your life. Uh-huh. We got a pianist. Uh-huh. A PA, I ain't even know what that is. Spell it, motherfucker. Oh, how many keys is it? 88? 88, 88, all 88 motherfucker. 88. 88. All 88 keys, all 88. baby. Black, go. 88. black and white keys. Gil, motherfucker. Black, black and white, black and white, and white keys. Put the little pedals on the bottom. Gil, motherfucker. Scott Chapman, Gil, ladies Scott and gentlemen. Chapman, What's up, everybody? We're really happy we got to put this together. What's up, everybody? Thank What's you, up? sir. Cheers, Cheers to y'all. It's been a long time Cheers. coming. It's been a long time coming. This is going into what? Year two officially. Like yes, full sir. Second year in the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, go buy started, a T-shirt. Yes, absolutely. Go buy. Uh, support us. You know, hit us at thecustomerservicepodcast.com. You can support us by, you know, sharing our shit, or uh, leaving us some emails, or buying some fucking merch, or hate comments. That's fine too. <laughs> All of it. All, All of it. Today we got a hometown legend, and his name is Gil Scott Chapman, uh, sir. The man around town, sir. Um, you know, obviously we said it, you, you are international pianist. Please tell me where it all and when it all started. Okay, yes. So what's up, everybody? And uh, it's good to be here. I got up early this morning, really, you know, really looking forward really to this early. weekend. Really, really early. Gil doesn't, like, doesn't like the mornings. Yeah, I'm not really a morning person, night but, out. you know, Ramon... A.K.A. Donnie, whatever, you know, my man, Damn, right here. Whatever. <laughs> not like whatever that, like, whatever you want to call yourself. Okay, Gil Scott. Ramon. <laughs> uh, I, I, after saying that, I got up this morning, you know, to come support my friend. And, and also, uh, Kels, who's also a homie in Los, and now Nick. So, so I'm here, you know. I, and uh, it's, it's good to be here, and I uh, just wanted to come show some love and, and talk a little about some things. And, talk um, some music, baby. Yeah, talk talk a little bit of different things. Some so, music, some life. Uh, you know, me, me, Kells, and and and, uh, and Donnie. We go back. Yeah, it's been a long back. time, man. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, New Jersey is 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 my state too. Like. This is where I, where I, you know I was born and raised, and from and, and I, as far as it's been like what like twenty years ago? How long ago? You? <laughs> I mean now, yeah, it's, it's twenty. It's it's going on twenty it's years. A long time, man. It's going on twenty years. One one of one of the coolest guys I know out of all the people I've met going across the world and stuff. You heard it here and, first. And, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm here today, you know. Um, Start flexing, man. Tell them what's up, man. Let's slow it down. Let's slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get the origin well, story. Well, I'm going to give you the origin. Pretty much, you know, growing up in Westfield, New Jersey, to give you a little bit of background on Westfield, is, um, it's not the most diverse city out there. It's a predominantly white city. I like so where we're going. I like where we're going. Sh- straight up off the jump, you know, growing up here and What's really interesting about it is my dad is from Elizabeth, New Jersey, which 
is the opposite of Westfield <laughs> dominantly white city. <laughs> so like growing up, I was so confused. Like I was like, like who am I in this world? Like where do I belong? Like oh, I'm the son of a man who plays football. Like people are always like, oh, like what's up, man? Like what's going on? Like you know, like uh, what's, too, you, you know. Well, to give a little background, just right. real off the jump. Yeah. Well, my dad. I've been, I've learned a lot more about him as of recently because, you know, I, I started exercising with him and he started really sharing with me yeah. the good stuff <laughs> when I started to exercise with him because he's like, all right, like you, like I respect you enough. <laughs> like I respect you as my son off the jump, right? But now like, all right, you, you're exhibiting that. You're, you're a man ready, now. You're ready yeah. to yeah. exercise with me and you're like showing some initiative to better yourself. So like, I'll share some shit with you. I might tell you a little something, right. something Your father about is also not, He's also not just an athlete. You're, you're your, right. Your dad is a, is a very deep, unique person. Right, so so that's a good starting point. So I'm, I grew up in this environment. Um, and then like in the midst of all this, you know, um, you know, my dad has a history of supporting um, <clears throat> social movements. He's very socially conscious of what's going on in the country, you know, with people of color and how it relates to it's just everything man. that's going on. So he was always very outspoken about these things early on. And uh, for so for him to uh, to raise me in Westville was like the polar opposite of everything. Mm. It was just like all the jumps was like, whoa, like, all right. So like. I'm in this, like, just this, this environment. So, it, but I'll get to the point why it's been, it's been great so far, but I'll get to that later. But long story short, that's kind of what I'm coming up in. And I'll say right off the jump, you know, as a, you know, as a, I, I, I still love sports to this day, but growing up as a, when I was young, it was definitely like sports was front oh, and center. Yeah. It was all yeah. about like basketball, football. We were yep. all going to the league yeah, at one point. Yeah, yeah. Man, we were one, all going to the league. And one, yeah, uh-huh. one like and yeah. one back, we was back all in going to the shorts, league like the Iversons, point. like everything. I think sure. that's how I met you on a basketball court. Yes. Bro. Yeah, absolutely. Man, like, yeah, absolutely. So like before music even like was front and center, I'm the son of a of an athlete. Side note, when I I've seen your pop maybe twice ever and in my head, <laughs> it looks like Shannon Sharp. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, uh, you know Shannon Sharp is this guy's that's that country strength, that old Yo, country, yeah. but I'm still yoked. I, I'm 112, but I look like I'm 30. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's, that's, that's his energy. You, yeah. you all captured it. Um, he still maintains this 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 like youthful energy, but like at the same time, he's you know in his in his seventies now, really early seventies. That's what I'm saying. Early, he's, 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 he's a he's a dog, late sixties, late sixties, I would man. say, and uh, he's uh, he's, he's cool. still going. He's you know I, I was out with him the other day, and we saw this other gentleman who was older than him, uh-huh. and the other uh, gentleman who was older than him was running and me and my dad were walking and my dad was like oh he got man he was like you show me he out said, you see that fucking guy man you see he looked around and the dude just just like that was just a moment where i said all right but like that's him in a nutshell that's my dad in a nutshell he's and, and we're very different people. Let me just say that. We're just very different. It's taken us a while to get to this point where huh. we can exercise and talk, like, uh-huh. man to man. It took us a minute. Like, yeah. I'm sitting... 
I've been the, over there. Donnie knows. It's funny, I mean, like, Donnie, the, it's Donnie just, knows. It's taking us a minute because I, you know, growing up, you, you don't align yourself with your parents early on. You, in general, when mm-hmm. you're young, sometimes you're because because they're the authority figures right. and they're they're telling you to do things and you're going. It's Old. between your friends and your parents a lot of times. And mm-hmm. like you, a lot of us are young, we go with our friends. We want to have a good time. We're fun. We want to have it. fun. We don't want to hear. We don't want people telling us what to do. Where we get this, that, and third, and stuff like that. So it's really interesting, you know to experience uh just later on just speaking to them as an adult after just having a different experience when you were younger i mean i'm gonna give you an example actually your parents grew up way differently than like you know where, uh, where uh, we were going to school a big deal in my house mother and your yeah. father yes you know yes a big deal in my house so a big thing that really really got to him was i liked video games a lot i used to spend so much time playing video games he did not like it he didn't like that he would come home from work come mm-hmm. over work see me in front of the playstation he's working his ass yeah. off during mm-hmm. the day you know what i mean and to see me just like just whatever like you know getting to the next level of mario kart whatever it was back then it was <laughs> yeah. that i used to get and like i understand now though, I, at the right. age of 32 i get that shit. Man. i get it now like back then though i was like man i went through about six or seven playstation uh playstation twos and this is just this is funny like this is funny because he used to just get rid of them and it was funny about him because i like within the last five years I was downstairs, I, I was visiting my, my parents and I was downstairs, for whatever reason, I was straightening up this like office area. I found a PS2. That he had taken back in the day that just got lost in the abyss. I still remember, I, yo, I, st- <laughs> I still remember when you ha- you just got, you were one, one of the first to get 360. And we had like the first, like the first generation of being live. Mm. For 360, and that was like life changing, bro. Like seeing it was, that, man. That shit was hilarious. And in that, uh, we had a friend, a family friend. He was working um, at the time at Target, and he hit us up. And he was like, "Yo, like, I got, got one 360. <laughs> it's Come on, the, it's on the third shelf Dang. in the fourth aisle right now. Like, you got to tell me now. I remember like, yo, yeah. whether you Gil, want this Gil's or not. got the 360. <laughs> like, yo. He was like, yo, you got like yeah. five minutes though to make a decision. He was like, nah, we, I want this 360. And, but it was the, the, the kicker of this story. It, when they released the Xbox 360, they had the premium version and they had mm-hmm. the core I version. Remember, I remember mm-hmm. that. The premium version had the believe it was a 20 gig hard drive that came with oh, it. Oh, that was the difference. The core didn't. So he was like, all right, I got one, but it's the core. It is not the premium. It's not going to come with a hard drive when I, when uh, you come and pick it up. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't come with a hard drive? No, bro. I, I, found, like, shit, I found that crazy. shit out the hard way, bro. <laughs> You go home to play, and <laughs> you that shit is like, every time. ain't no hard drive. <laughs> you put the game like, in, you on the first level nah, every it time. It don't even start up. It don't even start up. Bruh, you not yeah, you get some red rings. Imagine if you bought a Mac, and the Mac ain't have no guts. 
He <laughs> just bought the outside. Shit, <laughs> this is a life or death scenario. Any teenager. I went off on the dude at GameStop because I was like, you knew I wanted to just take this shit home and play. Like, why would you sell me an empty slot? I had to come back. It was actually like 50 bucks. And apparently they broke them down because you could get a 250 state. You get a 500 gig skate. Yeah, it was wild, bro. It was wild, bro. Me and Nick had this aside earlier about, you know, getting older, everything starts to just look like a scam. Yeah. Motherfucker, y'all did it with the 360. Yeah. Selling you, yeah. Sick. Keeping the memory, but here. Nah. You got your own memory or some shit. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. He's playing for 16 hours. Start over. What the <laughs> fuck? Yo. So, right. It's it's, a, it's kind of a big, like, in the grand scheme of things, there's big things in life, but it's a big deal when it, it comes to video games. You don't want to be sitting there all day having to start over. Of course. So, like, you're like, when you're young, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's so, like, nah, like, pause. That shit yeah. is fucking over here. Yeah. Screen every you're time you're fucking He has to look like this from Warping. Yeah. And I remember, like, oh, some of the first games. It was like Red Dead Redemption, Ooh. and then it was oh, like was NBA rich. Live, like Ratchet 2007 or something. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. So it was like it was like those two. The slow crossovers and shit. So like yeah. I had Red Dead Redemption. I, I'm like I was big. Like Grand Theft Auto was my game. Yeah. So like me when it was like riding a horse through the Western country, I was like, nah. Like, like I was trying, yeah, like, trying. riding through the city with my homies in the west, like yeah, through the drive-by, <laughs> like the whole block, and then walk away. <laughs> Walk yeah. away with everybody's money. That's what I'm trying to do. The five I'm not trying to ride on a horse through the western. Yeah, it's, it's yo, I'm not gonna like, lie. I fuck, yo, I fuck with Red Dead. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Like, man, I was I'm like, fine. yo, I'm trying to go to New Mexico. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want to see what's out there. I'm trying to pick these, you pick these the flowers. Show. You know, you walk by, it's like, oh, pick. Pick, uh, you know, whatever it is. Like Everybody like, dressed regular. You got a whole cowboy hat with straw. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. So you went from gaming. How'd you get introduced to playing the, the piano. piano? Okay, yeah, so. That was that was way earlier. Well, well, well you know, man. Take us back. It's funny because, uh, yo, yes. So the, the music, the piano started at age six. And. Um, Mendelssohn. Yeah. What, what ended up, I believe. Mendelssohn. What I what I've been saying to folks is that um, I believe my folks they won a uh, they some contest happened and they 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 got a uh, like an upright piano and they just put it in the house. Stop so it. we had it in the house because they got they won some contest. Maybe it was a raffle. I don't know. Perfect. Something random to mm-hmm. give people some context. What's the difference between an upright piano and a not upright? So piano? upright in a grand piano, uh, grand piano is 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 much bigger than the upright piano. I mean upright means literally like a Upright Something you see like grandma's up. house from back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're both they're both just kind of they're both pianos, but they uh, the grand piano obviously uh, gives the Gersh you a bigger sound. Well? The, the, yes. the Gersh was yep. a grand piano. Mm-hmm. Okay, it gives you a bigger sound. Uh, I play a grand piano. It's called a Baldwin S of Ten. It's 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 a, it's a big sound. It's in a house right now, but it's. Since it's a grand piano, which is bigger than an upright, it, it's the sound is a little bit too big for the house. It's like I play, it and it's like it fills up. It's almost like I'm I'm entertaining the neighborhood, which is it's a good thing. But Spring like it's better than one of my goals. I'm gonna kill you. Give me a One of my goals is to uh, own a property which is big enough so I can put the piano on there, and it's big enough where like. It'll just be able to just travel like, nicely. Yeah, yeah. Because we have the easiest concerts that goes out. Not to take you too far off track from the origin story, but uh, all right. So just because uh, you know a grand piano has this big sound, it's to 
give the listener uh you know a picture the piano at church and then a grand piano it's the room size right it's a room size thing a, a reverb thing right yeah so all right a grand piano goes in but that's symphony not a hall and that's not a piano not? At a church, well, that would be considered a uh, an organ. Well, they're both they're both very similar. Okay. Let me first say that they both have keys in like to the to somebody who wasn't a musician, they their minds will be the same thing. I'll first say that they look very same. They look they look very similar, um, but they're different. So the piano and organ are are, are are different instruments, but they both look the same as far as anybody else is concerned. So mm. it doesn't matter. But um, the the churches in general start off with the organs and stuff like that but you know uh, pianos are everywhere so most churches who had organs probably had a piano in there too gotcha, that's gotcha. how it went so all right not to take you back you know bring it back to six years old you got yeah, you the yeah. contest. so like yeah and then in the midst of all of that too you know uh I, i'm playing music but like really i'm 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 well, young. Wait, 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 what about like the, the, the contest with your parents when they got, the, they got the piano? Yeah, so they got the piano, and then it's just around. So when they had the, my earliest memories with the piano are me just kind of like. As just, a kid, just, just fucking just, around just, on just it. Fucking, I didn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just, just playing around. And then like, you know, eventually they're like, yeah, we should get him that's lessons. Cr- that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And also, I'm playing sports too. And I, I, I'm pretty good at sports. I'm not going to say I was the best go, athlete go, or anything. Go, go play football for one year and was the best player probably <laughs> in the state in, 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 in uh, fifth grade. I, I had sh- that. I was the son of an athlete, so was, I had those genes. Like, yeah, that's how like, it works. Yeah, I like, swear to that I love you. He wasn't even trying really at the time. Like. Yeah, that's how it works. Like, you know, we, we, you know, you know, the genetics, there is something to that. I'm the son of a, a – he was a running back. He was, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to Gil Senior you know I mean? on this podcast, please. Yeah, please, yeah. Gil Senior is Shout out, Pop. Some of my favorite, out. Yeah. favorite people for yeah. sure. So, so that's early. So, what, early on, those sports was more important to me. Because why? Because my friends are playing sports. We're, we're, we're every day. We're hanging out. Like, we're talk, We're watching our, our heroes on TV making millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Early on, we're seeing this. And we're seeing, you know, we're seeing all of this. So this is like where our minds are. Like I'm out hanging out with my friends. Like, I mean, this isn't like like age six, but like fast forward a little bit to like, you know, I, I started um, the piano lessons at age six. Age nine was like a turning point that I get to. But like I'm also playing sports, so like it's more about at that age. Like I'm more concerned about hanging out with my friends and just doing like young kid shit, shit like yeah, just being stuff, a kid yeah. like, be, be, yeah. i'm not thinking about like the next piano recital i'm not i don't care at that age quite frankly like i'm just doing it because you don't have much control you're doing you're doing what your parents are telling yeah. you to do because they're they they birth you like they're taking care you know they're doing you know whether it's a parent or guardian whatever it is at that age you don't have agency at that stage so um that was early on and I'm doing both for a while, but the sports was, was was more important to me. I felt like cooler doing that. It was your friends. You yeah, know, like, I, I felt real weird early on. Weird. The music thing, I didn't really start to feel comfortable being an artist until much later. Early on, I was just feeling it out. I was like, what is this about? Like, who am I in this space? Like, I know who I am when I go to school. I know who my friends are. I know who I am when I'm on the basketball team, like all that sort of stuff. But like, when my parents take me to this this teacher who was a mountainside, it was a lady. They uh, her name is Loretta, Doctor Loretta Jake Haskell. I'll say so I'm still in touch with her today. Put respect on her uh, name. Yes, absolutely, yes, I'm still in touch with her today. 
And uh, so I started going to um, lessons with her, and that's in Mountainside, New Jersey, which is not far from us. She right. Is she right. still giving lessons? Oh, uh, yes, yes. No shit. She, uh, she's in Delaware currently, but um, it was right across Route 22, and I think we're all probably familiar with that area. Um, you go through Mountainside, and there's a 7-Eleven, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You cross 22 there, yep. and then, like, over there, that's Mountainside. She was over in there, so my commute, like, when I was young, was going that way all the time. We go up past, your backyard. Yes, just we go past that way, cross twenty two, and then go into the neighborhood up there. I would take piano lessons. It started right in the outside, and uh, that was uh, that was early on. So um, she had a conversation. She had a few conversations with my parents where she was just pretty much. She was like, you know, y'all should like pay a little bit more attention to Gil because he's got something going on. Like I don't know exactly, like, but like it's working. Like, so she's seen the talent. She saw something. Hilarious. She was like, she was like, something's there. You know, because they have students, and sometimes something's not there. You know, sometimes so they kind of see things, and so all that's going on. And then also, I'm playing sports. I'm playing football at this stage. Like I'm playing PAL football with my friends who I grew up with, and you know, I'm enjoying myself, having a good time, scoring touchdowns, feeling mm-hmm. like it, feeling like the world, <laughs> like whatever. You're young, you don't know, but that's that's a big day for you when you yeah, score facts. a touchdown in PAL football. Like you're flexing at that Absolutely. age. Like that's what a flex is, right? So I don't know. I felt good at that time, but. Like, you know, um, that continued. And then, like, at a certain point, for, in my uh, parents' words, you know, they realized, like, okay, so he's, 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 good, at p- he's good at playing the piano. We have a talented musician, and then he's, he's playing football. So, like, a musician and then playing football, like, going and, like, just, like, you know, being very physical doesn't necessarily go together. You got to, eventually, you're going to have to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. So... They cho- they chose for me. They're my parents. But, Pop, like, but pops was a football player. He right? didn't push you. It was so confusing. So it's so confusing. It was so crazy to the rest of see, us. Now you see what I was like. Now you mm-hmm. can understand when yeah. I was young what is going through my head. Like yeah. what my 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 pops is saying. You're trying this. to emulate my pops, and he's a football are player. This. We're like, yo, we need go. Y'all are right taking now. me to piano Where's lessons. Like what? Like like it was very confusing. It really was because. When you're young, like your peers are also like a huge part of just like everything. Your parents, your, whoever's there for you, your guardians, parents, cousins, whatever, are a big part of your deal. But the peers are like everything too. You're seeing your friends at school for like what is it, six hours a day? Eight hours. That's yeah. job. It's, it's a job. It's a job. Bro. It's your job. Eight, eight hours seeing, a day. You might it's be seeing them more than you're seeing your family. Absolutely. You it mm-hmm. might, it might, because certain household, our parents absolutely. have to work and stuff. And yeah, they certain, certain relationships, you care about what people in, think. In my mm-hmm. household, like, sometimes you know? they wouldn't get home so late at night. So I might have only gotten two hours with them that day, where yeah, I was with yeah, 10 hours my everybody homies else. with, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that was, like, it was very, it was, we all have difficult aspects of our childhoods, all of us. That was very difficult for me, just, like, just, like, just figuring out what the fuck would, like, who was on, like, I always knew, like, my parents loved me, but, like, what, what is all this about? What does it mean? So, like, that, that went on for a while. It didn't ruin anything for me. Like, I still enjoyed myself. But, like, sometimes I'd just be, like, yeah, at the end of the day, just kind of confused. But it'd be all good. Like, it didn't ruin anything. I'm not saying, like, that, like, ruined my experience at school or anything. Oh. Just I had some moments where, like, I, you know, they were confusing, but that's what we all do. So that was it. That was it. So, like. I kept playing sports though, regardless of my confusion. Man, I was having a great time hanging out with my friends. We had um, 
it, it makes me think of this thing we used to have called like uh in middle school it was like called night place i remember yeah he used to holler girls he used to like you know what i mean like it used to be the spot like you know, the week it would come around, you might have scored a few touchdowns Good before. Night, like, Amy might have seen, might have saw you from the sidelines. You know, whatever the yeah. case was. Like, you know. And uh, so that was a big part. And that then another the thing. Time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Night, please. Night, please. Night, please. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm bringing it back because I remember because, like, that's, you know, after maybe you might have, you know, after football was over, you know. You're young and you know, that's what you get. That's what you would do. You would be able to dance and figure out, you yeah. know, what type of girls you liked and like who was cool, who we, wasn't. We, like we would also be a cover at thirteen, beating, yes. beating grown men. Yeah, oh man, yeah. So, I, I used to talk, man. Don't even it tell was you. crazy, man. I used like, to talk, man. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I mean, I can't even chime in. Go ahead. Finish yeah, it. man. I, I, I've, I I've, I've gone through different phases over the years, but early on, I used to talk a lot of shit playing sports. I used to get my, myself in some situations. I had yeah. some times where Donnie I mean, was I mean, around. I mean, Donnie, Gil, but like, yo, Gil, like, Gil, like, Gil, we got Gil, come on, we got to go. Uh, and, yo, like, it was, I'm not going to lie. Funny, like, Gil, like, I, 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 I've always looked after Gil Scott my whole life. Who are you? Yeah. 28 years old. I'm still, I mean, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still keeping an eye. I'm still keeping an eye on, but when we were young, I, I, I had to feel the street smarts a little bit because we, we'd be in situations where I'd be like, we can't do that. That show you, I didn't have that element of street smarts because they raised me in Westfield, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> I, my dad's from Elizabeth, my mom's from Detroit, right? Like, like you said, that might not be. We all got different journeys, we, but right. I always had to look out and make <laughs> sure that family was sure. I'm like, yeah, we got to no, go. We, we, we got to go. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have those skills, though. I didn't I didn't have those skills of, like, because since I didn't grow up, like, around, like, I grew up around people who, like, in, in Westwood, you know Westwood. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not much yeah. threat going on yeah. as much. Like, it was very uh, Stepford. Like yeah, you know, yeah. So, so please. Yeah, so it's like there aren't gonna be too many consequences for you maybe going off, off of the mouth, maybe like and, and too everybody much. Everybody like, knew Gil's mm -hmm. dad. Everybody <laughs> so, like, knew Gil's dad. Yeah, Shannon Sharp somebody. But that's that that's that that's that it takes a village to raise a child. That's true. Because yeah, true. at any point we start wilding out in Westfield. I'm gonna go to the parent, <laughs> and the community takes care of you. Again, Once again, you Gil, leave your community and you on the block somewhere. And they ain't got no community. You are You gonna get strung out. You a stranger. <laughs> He'll tell you that's, that's one of the only reasons I'm like one of the only people allowed in, in his house. Just he saved his life. <laughs> nah, just because me, me and Gil tight, man. Down. Like it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long. We've had, we've had situations, man. Yeah, he's we've he's had situations. He's he's telling the truth. He's well respected in my household, and um, I love your parents. You man. know, great people, bro. Yeah, there, there's been just different key points in my, in my life. It's really interesting. Uh, yeah, it's funny because uh, I, I, I was around a lot of that shit. Yeah. It's I don't very, even think about it. Right, right. It's very interesting because uh, Donnie is is one of my closest friends, but yet he's also, he's different. We're, we're very different too because I'm focused on the arts and he has his focus. He's got great things going on in his life you know so, you know i got my creative bag yeah and, and uh, so you know what I mean, the pop. you know it's, it's very interesting though because like a lot of my other friendships are like art artists and musicians and stuff and not to say that they're they're just different people like i grew up with donnie i have um 
the things that I'm able to relate with him on are going to be very different from other people. And then you're going to have some overlap. Uh, but since I grew up with him, like, I feel like, like when I'm with him, it's like a, a down to earthness that you meant you might not experience with all the other people that I met much later on in life. Mm-hmm. So like, I've always maintained my friendship with him. And it's like, it's not even like we had to like kind of force it that way. It's just a natural thing, which is cool, right? Because you don't want to be like forcing or or, or any type of thing with anybody in life. You don't want to be always like trying to make things work. It's just kind of like the ebb and flow. And then the type of people we associate with, and then the temperament, like right off the bat, like this is a chill situation. Like I already know, like if he's bringing me into something, it's going to be chill. Like, Everybody's like, we're gonna be on the same page. Right. It's not gonna and be. And plus, we all like, go back here. Say what? <laughs> we all go back. You know what I mean? Like, ain't yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's been real cool. And then like, at, at also, I, I also find myself learning from him too. And then you all. And um, when I'm out with people, I'm always my ears are always opening. I mean, you you never know when somebody's gonna share something with you that can change your perspective. You don't know who it's gonna be. You know, uh-huh. you don't know. It might be on the best day of your life or on the worst day of your life where you meet somebody that changes your whole perspective. The life is very, like, unpredictable in that way. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's why, um, you know, I've always just tried to uh, maintain an open mind, you know, going through life. And that's just helped me connect with different people. And, right. and why I'm happy to be in this situation right here, too, because, you know, um, you know, me and you also have a history too. You know, going back to Westville, you know, growing up around the same mm-hmm. uh, mutual friends, yeah. mutual connections. I have an older sister. You have older siblings and yeah. older friends and stuff, and they grew up I together. Never thought mm-hmm. about yeah, like yeah, they have the history. Bridge, yeah, man, like it's like a whole like, other thing. This motherfucker pulling up from three. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So so many different dynamics swirling through, and uh, it's that's that's one thing that I actually appreciated uh, growing up where I grew up in this in Union County. I mean, we got a little bit of. It seems like we got a little bit of everything going on. Oh yeah, it feels like that at times. It felt like that growing up. It's definitely definitely a a cauldron over here of fucking different kinds of personalities and cultures. And that's a huge advantage in this world. When you're out trying to make stuff happen, because the more people you know how to deal with and communicate with, you know, it's going to allow you like different opportunities, different angles to approach things. Um, one thing I, uh, I, a common denominator I find in, 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 you know, the people I come across that maybe um, I, I'll say it differently. I'll just say that the people that are, that are doing things they, to me seem to have a, a, a diverse, you know, be in diverse situations with all yeah. different types of people, different personalities, For sure. different backgrounds. Like that's huge. And so many of us are sheltered from that. So many people who might be affluent, who might have tons of money, haven't had the experience of being around people outside of them. And that's a disadvantage in a world that's on their phones all the time, looking at just everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, that's what I appreciated about growing up in here. Like, even this room is a reflection of what I'm talking about. For the sure. diversity yeah. right For here, sure. right and now. If you like, cannot see this because you know you're saying? listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, there are. Yeah, yeah, it's a <laughs> well, you know, yeah. it's a nice little gradient. Uh, I feel way here. better. I feel way better than uh, earlier. Yeah, yeah, it's good. 
This is, this is great. This no, is we get warmed up. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, get yeah. Into. let's get into some of these some of these af- accolades you got here. Yeah, so I was going to say. Sure. Or, I wanted to ask sure. you if you wanted to speak some about, about like, the school. Check. Like the whole school. Like the, you get mentioned like the Julia situation. Oh, yeah, oh, if you oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Now you like it's a stuff, baby. You try to run through the race. I'm trying to flex for you right now. Yes, chill, chill. So like at what point did you... Like, were you and your parents like, okay, this is serious? Like, did you leave? I want to add to that, too. I'm sorry. Did you leave your instructor for a better instructor? Like, at what point was the the transition of like, okay, this this is me. Like, this is what I'm going to do with my life now. Yeah, there was a point. It was at age nine. And my current piano, uh, my piano teacher at the time, her name was Dr. Loretta, Loretta Jankowski, and she was teaching me out of Mountainside. She was a part of this organization called the PTSA, which is called, it stands for the Piano Teachers Society of America. Long story short, they host a competition every year for uh, young students, you know, uh, pretty much. Up and coming. Yeah, pretty much K through 12, like a situation where if you were a teacher and you had a bunch of students, you would take your maybe two or three of your best students and you would enter them into the PTSA. And this is the Piano Teachers Society Society of America. America. So, yeah. Did so, you research? We Googled you, man. If <laughs> right, no, no. So if you are, uh, <laughs> yes, if you are, uh, you know, selected or if you advance, you get to perform at Carnegie Hall hmm. at, um, for like a winner's recital. It's like, oh, these are the winners, and they're gonna all play a piece for you. Which so that, in itself is like for a piano person is like probably playing at Madison Square Garden. It's, like yeah, it's, it's a, a big deal when you're young, and it's a big deal to your family. In Carnegie Hall, everybody knows that name. It's, you know, it's yeah, just it rings like, bells. Yeah, it rings bells. So That was back then, though. Yeah, like, but that, yeah. that's no, where it's the same. That shit, that that's feeling where it don't change. Yeah. That's the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they asked me. Yeah, that's that's kind of where the turning point was. Like, okay, so I they entered me into the PTSA, and then I got first place. So I was able to perform at Carnegie Hall at age nine. It was, uh, you know, your first time of, in a competition you won. Yeah, yeah. I got like first place. So was they, second place even close to you? Uh, I think at the time you're young, so they give out like first, second, honorable mentions, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're nice about it. Of course. You know, what I mean? yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know, they say, oh, this kid's good, but they're By nice. The way, they're not going to hurt your feelings stop. just yet. They're going to hurt your feelings a little later. <laughs> yeah. But not, that not when you're nine. That's what Until you later but to when tell you that you ain't got nothing. Yeah, but when you see the adults talking, like, oh, that kid smokes his boots, you know you're nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. It's the same energy. Like you feel good, but you fight like yeah. Same energy. At the time though, I you know, I, I performed there and I was like, oh man, this is cool. They put me in like a they, they dressed me up into like a nice little like I think it was like a some type of suit mm-hmm. that I had. Did on. you have the long train like the whap you gotta flap it when you oh, sit down like that that's good no that's good because that's what you think of when you think of like a concert pianist you think of what kells just just described and there's a um but i didn't have that at age nine ah. but, like you know later on i was able to get a little bit yeah, more like, fancy trying to play me like yeah. i see tom and jerry hella times man because you yeah yeah so uh we did that and that was like a family affair i remember um it was like a it was like a sunday afternoon and like um, you know, it was like my parents and then like some of their friends and then maybe like uh maybe my sister or a cousin or something, we go mm-hmm. over to New York City and it was like we spend the afternoon the over there. Absolutely. Um what did they have kids. you play? 
You said what? What did they have you play? It's it's hard to remember right now exactly what piece it was, but I would say um, it was probably um, it's probably some sort of uh, probably probably a classical piece of some sort. Right. It could have been like from Mozart, Beethoven, or any of the composers you're probably familiar with. Like now, Chopin. in that realm, are those considered like a simple ple- simple piece as far as like the chords and what you're stroking, or is that more of a complicated work of art? The best way to describe it is, man, you you maybe you sign up a say let's say we were to sign up for a course and they have like uh level one through 12 right it's similar with composers mozart might have written a piece that's like anybody can play but he also might have wrote a piece that you better be like mm. have 20 years experience before you even try it like a concerto or something or like something really so sometimes composers will have something really soft and mellow which might be you know, easier to execute. And then they might have something just on the opposite side that you shouldn't even touch unless you have like Mendelsohn. 15 years. Mendelssohn's a perfect example. Uh. Mendelssohn's one of my mom's favorite composers. Sometimes like uh, now, <clears throat> after years of playing music, you know, um, when I entertain, I, I give my parents, I'll give them free concerts. Because <laughs> you know what? They invested all the fucking money. They put all the sweat and, and hard work. And I appreciate that shit. So you know what? I'm like, anytime y'all want a uh, concert, I got you. So when I see them, I'll give them like a full-blown like concert just for free. Of everything that I've learned or that I've been working on and stuff like that. And... uh you know, that's kind of how, you know, it, it, you know, I kind of go with that now. And then, so my mom has her favorite pieces and one of her most favorite composers is actually Mendelssohn. Okay. And maybe that's why they like Donnie. Like, see, he just pulled Mendelssohn out of, yeah, out of nowhere. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, things like that. I, I, yeah, definitely not everybody like, picks up on yeah, things, yeah, you know. He just, see, another thing of... Um, Another thing that, you know, another reason why we're probably friends and get along well, like he's able to just like pull from things. I have this music background. He probably has some sort of music background, but it's very different from mine. Uh-huh. And he's able, an to, he's able to um, he's able to draw from Mendelssohn like I would be able to in a conversation. I find that very, very cool. Yeah. You know, for him to be able to like play those roles, whereas me, I've been. Of course, I'm gonna be able to talk about Mendelssohn because my parents have been doing piano. I've been doing the whole thing, or whatever the case, you know. Whereas, like, you've been doing different things. So, and for you, so I just wanted to say that. But my mom's one of her favorite composers is Mendelssohn. So, usually when I see them, I'll probably end up playing a piece by Mendelssohn because that's one of her favorite pieces. But um, you know, what's the ambiance of you playing for your parents? Like, is it a tearjerker? Is, is dad sipping whiskey, looking at the clouds? Like, what's that? Man, my what's dad that? at this stage is like, he's tired, man. He's worked. He's <laughs> course, played yeah. ball, man. He's mm. he's uh, fought for justices yeah. in his life and things. He's fought to make changes. He's been he went he was in business himself for thirty years. He just wants to exercise, enjoy his life. And be with his wife. So I am with you, bro. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't I don't I don't, 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 don't wanna but wasn't he one of the first um what was it called? Not civil rights justice in uh Elizabeth. He was one of the first African yes. uh African American councilman, yes. Counts, yeah, councilman yeah, yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah, he was, yeah, Elizabeth. yeah, yes, he was. So um <clears throat> Elizabeth? Yes, yeah, yep. And if you're interested I would I would 
uh, research. Yeah, you can, uh, you can, just, Chapman, you can just Google it. Man. Yeah, Gil Chapman and all the information uh, about that will be there, and um, I can answer further questions uh, too. Um, but yeah, he he has uh, he has that background. He and, and you know, I also say we're very different, man. We're so different. It took me so long. It took me so long to be able to just like appreciate the fact that I had a father, and that I should that I should just be grateful and I should, I should, since I have one and he's decent and not, not, he's more than decent, but like at the time when I'm younger, the way it took me a while to get to the point where I was like, look, man, like you got, like he, he's been through some things where you should learn from him rather than try to be combative and be like, try to be this tough guy and try to be like this, that, nah, like you better like put some respect on your dad. Like at some point, like this is, this this didn't come so much later. Don, I can tell you, like you're young, you, you got yeah. this entitlement. Like they, uh, they did, they did, they raised me, they raised me in Westfield. So I told you how confusing it was mm-hmm. when I was younger. So like, I'm not too hard on myself for being like out of touch early on because like, how are you supposed to navigate all these different social scenarios as a young kid? Like you don't even know shit about yeah. nothing you don't know nothing so like um it's all good you know but like at the age that i am now i realize like whoever is there for you or whoever was there for you whether that was your dad your cousin it was your aunt or your neighbor or whatever the case that's the person that you got to look out for when you finally facts you know Right. You know, get sense in your brain. You yeah. look out for the people that looked out for you. Absolutely. And when I finally got some sense and I went through some things, made some mistakes, and came full circle, I said, oh, damn, my parents are still here, even though I put them through some straight-up BS or whatever the case it was. Mm-hmm. I may have just... Oh, they expected. Yeah. They expected. <laughs> and to, 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 to see that they were still there, like, you know, you know still willing to you know, be there for me was, was like powerful for me to see as an adult. Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, that was a turning point in me. And I said, man, like free concerts forever. <laughs> free everything. Let me, let, me, let me read down the list of, of some of these concerts. So we're going to take it back to age nine. You got the PTSA five year Carnegie Hall student award. First place first, uh, in the music educators association, uh-huh. young artist piano competition. That's where that's at. Then you perform some festivals. So we got Carnegie Hall on there, uh, the Kennedy Center, Center in Washington. Interesting stuff. I start seeing a bunch of jazz here. Monterey, is that how you pronounce yes, it? Yep. Monterey Jazz Festival in Cali. And this one I do not know, but I seen a picture of you in Switzerland. Switzerland, Montreal. Montra. Montra. This is how they pronounce it. Yes. It took me a festival. while to learn that my aunt had to say Gil Scott's Montra. Mantra. Mantra. She had to do that for me for a long time. Mantra. It looks like Mantra. some people say Montro. Like Montreux. Everybody, people are going to know when you say that, they know what you're Mantra. talking about. Yeah. So, so let's stop in Switzerland real quick. Take us out there, right? What's Switzerland like? Like, we have. Uh, how'd you get there? Sharps. Yes. Like, I'll how'd you, you end anything. up in Switzerland? I, it was crazy. It was crazy. Okay. So. This is uh, 2014. I'm around 21 years old, and I'm to give you a little bit like of idea of my state of mind. I'm 21. It's a drinking age. 
You know what I mean? You out here. I'm out here. Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. Thursday night comes around. Friday. I'm doing Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. What's up? Like, every weekend, like, you know, like, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm just Let's ready go. to be out. Be Wanna out. see somebody I'm here. Age, you know? <laughs> and so I'm just, like, out just being adventurous is the best way yeah. to put it. You know? Okay. I'm being adventurous. You know, I'm out just, you know, with my friends just not doing so much critical thinking as much as just enjoying myself. And, you know, looking back, that's kind of a luxury, right? To just mm-hmm. be able to enjoy yourself and to not think be. about much and yeah. just be, right? To just be. But, you know, I didn't realize that at the time. And no, so you, look, you always look back mm-hmm. on it. Like, okay, now that good. shit is hard as hell to do. Yeah, to just be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now to just be. Oh, my oh, God. Man. We would give an arm and a yes. leg to just yes. be, bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> So, you know, it's that time, and I'm just, uh, just not much direction. I think I finished uh, undergrad, or I was uh, finished, I think I was done with the college part of things, but I, so I felt that I was like, all right, I'm done. So, like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Like, I don't really care for a while. So I'm doing things, and long story short, um, you know, I, I had a rough year. I just remember I had a rough year. I had a lot going on personally. I was just like, involved in some situations that I shouldn't have been involved in. And the, the only saving grace in that year was the fact that I got to go to Switzerland. It was crazy. I had this awful, like, stretch of, like, um, it was like a month that of just, like, just things happening that just weren't good. Mistakes. Yeah, mistakes being made and just not being in a good place. And then one day, I'm at home chilling, and I receive this email and it's like, oh, we, we forgot to tell you, but we, you know, we would like you to, we we're inviting you to perform at the Montreal Jazz Festival in Switzerland. And um, what, it, what happened was um, there's a competition there for pianists, um, and it's a, it's a famous uh, jazz competition. Um, it's called, at the time, it was called the Parmigiani Montreal Jazz Piano uh, Competition. And I had sent a CD out to Switzerland. Because I, uh, my dad at the time, he took me to the studio to do some recording with some other musicians. Because the cool thing about uh, being a musician, and especially piano, there's all types of competitions like all across the world. Mm-hmm. And there's money there. And there's all sorts of prizes. And you get to travel. And there's all sorts of things. And it's open, available to anybody to compete. You can you could be from anywhere and send them a CD. And so I, I didn't... I remember going online, I just Google searched jazz piano competitions and I got like five of them. I went to the studio, thanks to my dad. Thank you, dad. <laughs> he took me to the studio. It was like a, it was a great studio, Tedesco Studios. And I remember at the time they had great rates. You could just, you could go in there for six hours for a great price. Hmm. And so it was a great place to just go and do projects that you may not have been sure about, but you wanted to get something recorded. So you could go there they're not going to charge your arm and leg and you can do what you got to do. I went there, I did some recording and it was like one of the best sessions I had ever recorded. Like for whatever reason I was in the zone, whatever I played on the piano at that recording, it was it like, and I'll send it to y'all. Like even was whatever it, music you like, was that your piece or was that like, it was uh it, well, it was, it was uh, a jazz competition. So what I specialize in is, is called, I, I improvise. So you probably know what that is. It's just creating on the spot mm-hmm. with notes. So I'm taking these notes and You're I'm freestyling. Kinda, yes, it's the same thing hmm. is what he said is a set with notes. So I'm freestyling with notes, improvising. And so I'm in the studio and it's all impromptu. I just show up, record it. But it just, 
And I, I'm pretty critical of myself, but that studio session was special. Sometimes things just come out. You might have had a podcast that just, y'all hit it. It was just, it was it. Whatever y'all talked about, like everything was it. This might be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. is it. So, I think it is. Yeah. So uh, I've been in the studio. And it, it just worked. It was, it was good. And I sent that to Switzerland. And they sent me a message telling me that they had selected me, but they sent it to the wrong email address. Ah. So... <laughs> This is all this, so while I'm like losing my shit and like just making mistakes and just having a terrible year, uh, I'm selected to go to Switzerland, but I don't know, and they don't that's like they know how to contact me. They're like, yeah. Why hasn't he re- like is he coming? Like, what's up? And there's this like limbo between me just having like this awful year, them contact me going to Switzerland, and it was just like, So I remember like. I found out the email, I opened the email, and it was just this, like, weird feeling, because it's like, oh, you've been selected to go to Switzerland. But, like, it doesn't register yet, because we get emails all day yeah, that say all types yeah. of crazy. I'm a prince in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. you know it's, it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, come to your inheritance. Yes. Just send me you, oh, your social and password. Sure. You see all types of stuff, like, so I was like, all right, whatever. And then, like, after, like, five, ten minutes, I was like, wait a minute, like, I sent music out to this place. Wait a minute, this is an actual person. Like, wait a minute, I got a contact info. All right. Yeah. So then, like, it started to hit me. And then I remember, like, I was excited. And I went to go um, uh, tell my folks about it and bless them. Um, they weren't as excited at the time because, like, I wasn't doing well. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hey, y'all, like. I get to go to Switzerland. I'm like, oh, great. Like, you know, like, we should try to be a better son. Like, you know, like a better, like, you know, he would be like, you know, yeah. you know, it's like, and I'm like, you know, I'm all like, yeah, I'm about it. I just remember yeah. there's like a difference to my reaction and theirs. I'm like, why aren't y'all like different. excited about yeah, this? Like, you know, and so it was really interesting, you know, and like, bless them. Like they, they've been there for me in those moments, but like, I could understand as a parent, like your, your, if your children are causing you more stress that time, like, you ain't trying to celebrate, right? You're young. You're just doing a lot. So, um, but yeah, I found out I was going to Switzerland, and then that was my first like big like international opportunity where I got to go overseas and like be like Gil Scott Chapman, like the artist. Hmm. That was the first time. Like before, prior to that, it was mostly just like people like, oh, like great, you play the piano. That's so awesome. And then like keep moving with their day. You know, it was like really just like weird. But like that was when it was like, all right, this is next level. And let me tell you why. Um, there were seven or eight other pianists that they chose all from different countries. <laughs> oh, nice. And one of one of <laughs> my the best of the world. One of one of right. So well, I don't want to say I'm not trying to too much. At the time, I was real just like I. Was, I had never been on this international stage before. Right. So you imagine, you know me. I'm, I'm coming from Westfield. Like, I'll just go to Gumper every day. Like, I'm just chilling. Like, we, we're cooling it outside after school in downtown Westfield, like, eating pizza. Like, we're not, I'm not thinking about what Switzerland is like or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, I'm thinking about, like... Probably and, the only one from Westfield who's been to Switzerland, <laughs> honestly. Well, you know, there's... So, Switzerland to go. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah facts. <laughs> Yeah, facts. Like, because it is Westfield, but like, yeah, yeah, as, right. yeah absolutely. Right. right. So that you know, the Switzerland thing happens, and then like, okay, so then um, the next part is like, they're like, all right, we select you to come here, but you have to cover your expenses. Of course. Naturally, that's how it goes. So I mean, I was twenty one. It costs. 
it, it was gonna cost for me to go to Swiss, and it was gonna I was gonna need like at least to go for about a week to two weeks. I was gonna need at least a few G's, which, um, in the grand scheme of things, it, it's all relative to how to all of our situation, how much money that is to you at any given time. Yeah, it's relative for sure. Two G's could be the world to you at a certain period of your life, or it could be nothing to you at another period of your life, depending right. on what the situation is. But at that time, it, it was Wait, it was been two, enough. It was two thousand dollars to go up there. Hell no, well, it would've been like seven bands to go to sure? well, for two well, weeks. You well, said you saved well, for two see, weeks. Yeah, life two weeks. You gotta be over there for a week or two. You got lodging. You gotta eat. And Switzerland yeah. is like staying in fucking Miami. He is it's so not right. Like, yeah, it's not like staying. The, the, it's, it's more not like staying the dollar fucking... doesn't go as far as mm-hmm. Switzerland. Switzerland is in some ways more wealthy. Yeah, yeah. But they're like they're they're on a different level. Yeah, That's like, yeah, 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 like yeah. people like if, like super super uber. I think if uber wealthy people, whoever has tons of money, which y'all might, I don't know what y'all got. Y'all got billions, like for all. Shit, we flew you out, girl. I don't put them past nobody, but uh, people <laughs> with that kind of money, they they might like have offshore accounts in places mm-hmm. like Switzerland because yes. they favor yes. that sort of Swiss like activity. Account. That's where that comes. Yeah. From. So Swiss man. Scam. So well, they were like. Swiss go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no. So then, so like, all right. So I found out. I found out I was um, selected to go to Switzerland, and I shared it with my folks, and like they had mixed feelings, like. I'm young. I'm causing them trouble at this stage. Like, so they're like, oh, like they're whatever. And it's understandable looking mm-hmm. back, you know. And then they realized they might have to contribute some money. So that was a whole another thing. Is like I had to pay for this. <laughs> yeah. So what was cool about it though? Um, my sister, who uh, you might or may not know, but she knows um, your older brother and my sister Veronica. Um, she uh, is an entrepreneur, and she's always been um, with a focus on. Um, a social entrepreneur so with a focus on like you know you know children and things and um issues that affect uh our communities and mm-hmm. different things of that nature uh she had the idea um to do like a crowdfunding thing and that was when like gofundme was becoming big oh, and kickstarter yes. and all those things roughly around the so beginning of that. yeah that was around that time where those things were like real fresh so she had the idea. She was like, okay, like, um, maybe you should do one of those. It'd be good publicity and also to get the word out about this competition and this. So I did one of those. And then, like, you know, I, the community, my friends and family all raised the money for me to go to Switzerland, which was That's really, fire. really cool. And thank you, everybody. That's why. I say that publicly. Thanks to everybody, you know, who helped make that happen. So we used one of those servers. That was the only time that I have, I'll say that on air, it was like the one time that I was able to use one of those services after that. I, we felt that if I was going to do it, it would be for this and once, and I would never be able to do it again. That was mm-hmm. kind of how what we decided. And I was young. I was like 21. And I, I took that to heart. I haven't done it and nothing against it. Mm-hmm. I just felt now that you capitalized on it. You, yeah. the, the people you asked for help from the people, right. the people provided you help, through, and my, you came. All you delivered. my friends and family. They, it was a group effort. It wasn't just me. It was a group effort. So takes a village. It, it takes a village. Yeah. And that that was like that word up. Like they came through. I went to Switzerland. I brought my sister and my cousin with me. We were over there for uh, about a week and a half. Um, it was a blast, and that was my first time seeing a culture outside of American culture, what it's like to be on the streets in 
Europe at like 11.30 at night or midnight or 1 a.m. is very different from what it's like mm-hmm. being in the Please U.S. Yeah go, yeah, go deep. I, I yeah. mean, for one, I'm with my cousin, and he knows my cousin, and Jonathan. You, Jonathan. And real quick, you're talking about one of the places that have like 1% crime a year. Like, you're, like talk. you're talking about one of like the safest places on it, earth. It feels like it felt like that that there was like it did feel like a minimal threat at all times. But the one thing that stood out to me was just the the freeness of their society. Like the main example I can think of is like um, just drinking beer on the streets at night. Like just um, that's the most the glaring thing that I can think of because you do that here. Yeah, you locked and, up. It's just drinking a no-no. Yeah. Like you're not walking outside down the street, chilling on the curb, just just uh, kicking it back, like in you know out in the city. Like, but when we were over there, that, that doesn't that just goes to show you. Well, it was also during this festival that I was at. I was at this big festival. Everybody's free and relaxed and just chilling, having a good time. And um, you know, it's a festival, so it's just a, a very free atmosphere. And uh, you know it. It it definitely it was it felt very different from uh, the culture here in the sense that like we we would have had a lot more restrictions in that type of situation here rightly so because things happen um, but uh, it that that was like a, a big difference then also their mornings are different their breakfasts are different their breakfasts were much lighter. Like mm-hmm. here, a breakfast is like either an egg, going to sleep toast, after breakfast. bacon, pancakes, like, yeah, you know, home fries with that to go back to and sleep. everything, which is cool. Like I'm down, but like and then like I felt like oh, over there it was a little, a little bit more um, contained. They really um, in Europe, um, just like in other parts of the world, I, 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 I've, at the time, really, they really liked their cigarettes over there. They really did. <laughs> at the time, man, like I was, I remember I was smoking. And I was like, shit, like. I went over there and like they they wake up with a cigarette before any food was touched. Like I just remember it was like it was a thing. Like and I remember like uh, during, this is in 2014, so we're talking, you know, that's almost Nine ten years, years ago. Yeah. Almost years. Ten, so like that's that's a minute ago where like enough for things like. So, but uh, that was one thing that I picked up on, and um, they do a lot more um, walking and. Um, uh, it seems like they're just uh, they're they're in motion a lot more. They're just like it's it's a different it's a different it's a different vibe. It was a, definitely a different vibe over there. And um, you know that was the earliest I was I was around twenty one, and uh, it was it was it was cool. But what was cool is I was over there with my cousin and my sister. Another cool thing is on that trip, I remember we were at this like we were visiting like this castle, and it sounds fancier than what it was. It was just like a castle you could go like. Go see and stand outside and like walk around it. Okay. Like it it, it's, it wasn't like what you would t- typically think of a castle. I think it was like a just uh like a one of those things that you just appreciate since it was so old. Mm-hmm. You yeah. go to it. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't like we were there getting fed like all this crazy stuff. But I see this um heavy set white gentleman um and people are taking pictures of him and um. He's kind of like smiling. He's why got glasses on. This might be? And he said, "What? Why do I know who this might be?" Go ahead. So I see him, and like he has all this attention, and people are just like going nuts over this guy. And like I'm there with me and my cousin and my sister, and it was a really confusing situation for me because I'm in Europe. I'm already out of my element because I'm around people. Like I don't know what's going uh-huh. on. Then I see this shit. This is Action Bronson. 
Say what? Is it action project? No, it wasn't action. <laughs> but um uh so then like you know, long story like we go further on, I think one of my Palmer sisters Rack. or cousins knew who it was and I believe it was the creator of Game of Thrones. Do you know? Oh, George uh, George Martin. Martin, Martin yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy because you said castle, and I'm like immediately my my mental picture was just Game of Thrones. It makes sense that he would be up there though. Exactly. I'm not his person Game of Thrones, but research the territory, castle like structures, open fields, plains, things like that. Yeah. You should watch that. Yeah. Because that's like a I'm not going. Well, that's why I was so. That's why I was so like, yo. That's why I was so taken aback when I saw everybody taking pictures of this dude, like just flashing. And like, he, he's from Bayonne. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Another, another, uh, so, so like, shouts to us. <laughs> I'm with, yeah, I'm with my sister and my cousin. We're outside this castle because we're in, and we're we're tourists at this point. So we're just like, oh, castle. Like you know, we're just looking mm. for stuff to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we probably saw something. It was like, go check out this castle. It's thirteen point three miles from you. Like you know, we probably went to it. And then I see this scene. So then I was like, oh man, like this this is serious. Like this Game of Thrones thing must be really serious. And I think one of my cousins was with me. It was with me. He was like, yeah, because yeah, I think he watched it. He I didn't like, even get into it until like 20, yeah, I was 15, late, I was 16. Late too. But, but, no, have you that. had any groupies on your experience? Oh, yeah, I've had, I've had <laughs> some fun. I followed you from, yeah, from hey, yo, Hold on, hold on. I followed you <laughs> from China again. Word, word. So, so first, give us a quick, quick list of the countries that you've been in to perform. Okay, so uh, it's, it's uh, South Africa... Um, Switzerland, hmm. and then um, all I, over the city. You said thirty something states. Yeah, last year I I did I did visit quite a number of states. It was I would believe it would be over twenty five states that so I was performed in. Um, it was just about about half the country I I uh, toured across and was able to see these new states. And uh, you asked me a question before that I was answering, but. Oh, it was just, just going yeah, yeah, the countries you visited. Yeah, and, and then I, I went to uh, I went to Tokyo, nice <laughs> in 2014, but it wasn't performance related. I went there because my sister. That's who, the same time as Switzerland. Uh, yeah, it's around. That's a good point. Let's yeah, see. Let me make setting, sure I got boy. these dates. Let me make sure I got all. Oh man, the I hear right. oh, man, I hear jet setting. No, nah, I'm saying, damn, Tokyo, Switzerland, same year. It was Shit. very close yeah. to yeah. each other. It was, it was very, it was very. There now that I'm talking about it like this, it was very close to each other. But, I remember you calling me. Yeah, it was like, it, yo, like somebody just sneezed on the train. Like, yeah, like, yeah. They're about to shut this shit down. He said somebody sneezed on the train. Oh yeah. I know that. No, no. You were talking about how they like commit suicide. They like made a family. Like crazy. It might have been a year. Japan it was very that. close. Now that I'm talking about it like this, because it's funny. You, I'm glad that you pointed out the dates. It might have been like 2013, 2014. Like it, okay. they were very close to each other. But I'm saying it was around that same time. And uh, I was in there for very different reasons, though. Tokyo was just a completely different situation. A whole nother reason. A whole nother thing. Very just like, and great. Um, but I was there with my sister who is uh, 10 years older than me and an entrepreneur. And she had, um, she, she went to like a business school and she had some friends that lived over there and she wanted to visit one of them because he was, uh, his name was Kohei and you know, they were real tight. Mm -hmm. uh, she just had a cool friend she went to school with and he was over there. And, um, 
my uh this is where i would say man i give my 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 dad just props man just for the way he just uh looks out for his and his own like he didn't want my sister going out there dolo at the time like she she he understood that she wanted to visit her friend in tokyo but yet he didn't want her going all the way across the world by herself at the time mm-hmm. because at the time there wasn't anybody that was going to be accompanying her on that particular trip mm-hmm. so um you know, they said, well, I looked out. They said, well, I guess we got to send <laughs> younger hey. brother with it, with her over there. And so, um, and let me, let me just say that this didn't happen often. This was like a one off, like my sister, like I wasn't going to all these different countries and my dad wasn't just like, oh yeah, South Korea. Oh yeah. You know, Thailand. No, no, just but this is one situation and my um, sister really wanted to go visit a friend. So I accompanied her there. So that was like, you know, a little bit, I think, before Switzerland. But um, both countries have a whole thing going on. And I can speak on anything else you all want moving yeah, forward or whatever. Yeah, so like, uh, you know, what's, what's, what's the dating scene like in these places? Like, what, what is the... Uh... What are the vibes, more or less? Yeah, it it it, it gets very interesting, um, you know, because this is why it gets interesting. Because and, and um, I'm sorry to cut you off. No. And uh, to go back to what Lo said, what is a what is a pianist groovy like? It's just like any <laughs> any other. They throwing the panties on stage, yeah. all that. <laughs> it can get right to that. You know, Your fourth chord, I was yeah. so wet. Damn it! Yeah, hey, hey, you know, there is an element to that, Um, you know, there is an element of that, Um, and I think I've learned it goes for anybody who's good at something, whether it could be music, sports, whatever the case may be. Yeah, yo, if you, like, yeah, whatever it is that you do, like, yeah, you put some respect on some sort of area, and women will notice on, like, Man, it's crazy too. Like some of them are really good at this too. Like they can pick out a million dollar man or whatever that they're looking for, they can pick it out. Or a man who's you know, they they may not be looking just for like money. They may be looking for something else, like mm-hmm. a good nurturer. Like I found that they've they're good sometimes and then maybe not so often. But that's a whole another mm-hmm. you know, yeah, whole other subject. Looking at your hands like yo, you know. That's a pianist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I felt no, no, real talk, since you brought up the subject, I felt at certain times like, yo, like before I even came into this scenario with this particular woman, I felt like she already had like her, like she had what she like mm. had in mind. She already had that worked out like way before like I was like into the picture. So she like, lined you up. and I just right, right. Like I got, I learned a lot about how women size you up because this is because um, I've been, uh, I was often in these um, scenarios where I'm performing for the public, and then I would be interacting with everybody after having entertained all these people now i'm interacting with you in a conversational setting after having entertained you so there's a different when it comes to the the, uh, the opposite sex when it comes to dealing with women like once they once they have been viewing you through like as a spectacle uh i find that the interactions are different whereas 
Ooh, that's just some after hours. That's some after cool. hours no, game right there, boy. This is crazy. This is a, my game got leveled up when I realized because I get treated like a nobody in one scenario, and then another scenario get treated like whoa, like who's this? Oh, we gotta like I'm gonna take care of it. But then like go in another scenario and be like whatever, like I could just be a rando. So like I would have both experiences. Like even even if I were like treated special in one scenario because a chick really dug what she saw there'd be another scenario where like she didn't um she didn't see me at a performance she just kind of saw me in another situation where i was just random to her and she mm. didn't know that i played anything so like having this like double experience it's like all right man i just gotta figure out what i'm about and be cool with me first mm. so i was like let me like let me do some soul searching, you know what I mean? And I did a period of that. Cause like it it, it was for a period of time while I was figuring out that you know, I was playing sports and I was playing the piano. They're kind of opposite, you know. Like you have this, like we have this macho thing in sports, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? My dad played football. What do you mean I'm going to piano lessons after practice? What are you talking about? Like yeah. it just doesn't like it's all it, for it doesn't necessarily mix culturally early on when you're you're trying to balance both cultures because you're playing on sports and y'all are competing and y'all are trying to like you know and then music is more just this it can be a nurturing sort of thing or it can be like a really like it's different you know it can be different but very similar so you know i had those things those things were going on but the looking back the 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 women they always took notice of the music thing but i didn't always know how to use it to my benefit that was the difference it was like okay like you play an instrument but why 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 should i talk to you just because you play an instrument what's cool about that why is this cool oh well now i realize that i can play an instrument and i can travel across the country Uh in one year and go to like half the country and then oh i can you telling me i could go to switzerland just by playing the piano great i'm gonna do that oh i could go to south africa too and then it just it just adds up the more confident the more opportunities you see you start to to realize the more that you it's like uh it's almost as if we were playing any game you keep reaching different levels and i'm learning it never ends i think that that the levels are infinite i think you just keep doing that we all just got to keep because otherwise if you stop at one point anything you do you start then that's when everybody's like fuck where do we go from here we've yeah. been here too long yeah. You plateau. Everybody experiences this. Everybody. It doesn't matter what it is you're doing. Everybody experiences this part where things are just straight up like this. It could be your money. It could be your relationships. Everything is just this. And sometimes it goes on forever. And it feels like it's never going to end. And that's when you can get into this space where you're like, what is my life about? Like, what am I even doing? Like, like what like what direction I'm headed in? Like, we all experience that. So... Mm-hmm. I've had to go through that multiple times and I've come out on the other side with a lot, lot more clarity about, you know, what my life means as an artist and what, you know, what I'm bringing to the world, you know, through that. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where, where, in what country would you say, like, and not just on the um, you know, aspect of relationships and, and relationships with women, but where were the people most receptive to you or where you felt like the most comfortable? Like this was home. Well, uh, the I have to say is probably is probably uh, South Africa. And let me tell you why. One reason why 
because the money in South Africa went way longer than it went in Switzerland. <laughs> I'm talking one U.S. dollar to 18 of their money at the time. I'm talking like a filet mignon, like oh. full meal is 12 U.S. dollars, which would normally be like a $30 well over million. Nah, like filet mignon up here, well over a hundred. Like, yeah, just some crazy. And yeah, like, you, yeah. could, you could be over there. 12, yeah, which is about, yeah, absolutely. You yep, could be over there and have that for lunch, and, and the women will see that too, and you have a good time over there, you know, and not just to reduce the country. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> a dollar weekend right now. Yes. No. What happened? He left me a dub. Yeah. You didn't marry him? Yes. Yeah, when I got over there, I was like, oh, I was like, this is serious, cause like I was like the, uh, it was it was I remember it was eighteen to one one U S dollar at the time. Equal and you're out there to, to perform. Yeah, I was out there for a competition, another comp. It was the I'm telling you for whatever reason there's just tons of piano competitions for that particular instrument. It's competitions for all the instruments, mm-hmm. but especially piano because they're everywhere. Like we all like if you think of music like pianos like. We're all familiar with them. They're in our schools when we grow yeah. up. Yeah. We, we it, all have to take choir and It's uh, almost band. like it's a upper class to play yeah. the piano. Sure, sure, yes. There Versus is that like element. a guitar, like you think of a banjo yeah. and, and what a banjo represents. And then you think, when you think piano, you always think black grand piano, opera, something You're like so that. You're so right. You know, I, I always go like, uh, as far as like, I guess the hierarchy of music and, and forms of instruments you got stuff like piano violin at the top mm-hmm. and then you come mm-hmm. down you get guitar Cello, and you get things yeah, like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you start busting it down until you on the npc or whatever but you still lit whatever and then you know uh the same thing with, with like dance like ballet is the top and then you you start busting it down so it's like yeah you know, all great piano, points y'all are making like, y'all are spot on and i'm gonna tell you as a pianist the main difference between me and all the other instruments is a huge one though a guitar players saxophonists they can carry their instrument around with them mm-hmm. yeah i'm not putting mm-hmm. the piano in my trunk and just going on about my day or i'm not flying with my piano mm-hmm. to you know detroit for the weekend or anything but you can fly with your yeah. guitar you could drive yeah. you can get in the car with your sax and your trumpet or whatever so like it's not necessarily the end of the world it just uh it um I'm, I find myself often playing other people's instruments, mm. and they might be great, but it's not mine. Your specific piano? You said it was a Baldwin, yes, or something. You, exactly, it's a Baldwin SF10. Is, is it tricked out? Is it? Is there something? Oh. Is it made to your specific hand it's, movements it's or great, something like it's that? It's a great instrument. It's a Baldwin SF10, and just off the jump. I mean, just guess what SF10 stands for. Just take a random guess. I mean, it could be anything, but... I'm thinking single, single something. Single frame, single... That's a great guess. It's it's, it's really, it's easier than you would think. It just stands for six foot ten. No shit. <laughs> it's six. That's, that's what it measures. Six foot that's ten. Crazy, so if you can think of what a no six shit. foot ten. Yeah. <laughs> and what's, what's a grand? What's a grand <laughs> piano? Oh, they should have lied. He was spotty. <laughs> was dude, I was thinking that like was something with like yeah, single framework or something like that. That was great. Yeah. That made that made six exactly. foot ten. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. That name would be makes more sense. Why'd you go with that one specifically? Well, at the time, I remember being there. Sponsorship. Yeah. Contract with oh, them? That would have been nice. <laughs> we had to pay for that one. That was just a, my parents had to at least at the time, and uh, they uh, we went to Elizabeth, and uh, there's a right piano. there on fucking Grand. 
Altenburg, yep. you, know, mm-hmm. you know. Where um the movie theater. Yeah. They have, yeah, they shoot old movies yeah, there and stuff. Right, yeah, no, man. My dad's yeah, from Elizabeth. Yeah, they got grand fans right in front. Across so, from probation. Oh, yeah, okay, right there. Okay. Yeah. My, <laughs> and my it sounds crazy yeah. when you say it like that. <laughs> no, but no. There is a probation building there. It says yes, it on the thing. It says city. probation sure, building. Sure, whatever, yeah. But there's also a baby grand um, piano the across the street. Right yeah, there. yeah. Um, Dang, what is that? It's like an old Yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah, yeah. So you got it from there. Yeah, because my dad's from Elizabeth, and he, some, he wanted to go over there. They gave him a good deal on it. I remember we were there, and, you know, I remember the things that they were saying about the piano, and they knew I liked jazz music and different things, and they were just saying this piano has a big sound, and it has this thing called Ritter action. And action on a piano is uh, equivalent to, I guess, um, you know, it's, it's basically like the action of a piano is like how... Best way to describe it is how the key, the keys feel when you press them down. So mm. uh, that's the action. You know, what is it? Is it gonna feel nice when you're playing it, or is it gonna feel like you're fighting with it when you're trying to mm. sit up there playing? It? The action is like huge. Uh, I want to say I'm not a mechanic, but I want to say it might be similar to like what suspension would be to a car, or okay. you might yeah. have an yeah, that makes sense. That makes you know sense. What I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. super important mm. to, that the action the feedback is right from the keys. Yes, the action is right. So they were really, te- they were really just, you know, and um, it has a big sound. And right now it's um, at my folks' house. And uh, I was telling you about the it's raining. Uh, yeah. I think it's sorry. Sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry. Right. No. shit just fucking threw yeah. me off. It it was really a great purchase. It's a great piano. You could put that thing in a big concert hall and it would fill it up. It has a huge sound. If we had it in this room right now, it it would be so much sound that it would be overwhelming. It's really special. Wow. Now, um, did you like test that out right there, or how yeah, did that I work? Yeah, I remember. I remember the process of when we were. Because remember, we, we kind of won that upright in the competition. That was like, but then they were like, oh, we need to get like him a real something. Like, mm-hmm. We need to get him real something that he can work with. Because like this is going to cut it forever. So uh, I remember my mom was taking me to different people, places. Like we were, we ended up at a, like a uh, apartment in New York. Some, some lady's real nice apartment. You know what she, she had, had to do to put that bitch yeah, in that yeah, apartment? She, oh my yeah, God. I'm telling you, now that I think back, like this was somebody who had bank yeah. like somebody who was Came just like ceiling. old money oh, yeah. and they she was trying to get rid of her Steinway and I remember there and then she had me play her some music when we went to go visit her oh she ain't selling to any old body yeah, <laughs> you gotta yeah, play you this gotta, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't play this shit exactly this so it was that yeah. type of thing and we were all in all these different situations but ultimately we ended up you know getting a piano from Altaberg and Elizabeth it was close by near where they were raised me and uh that's um that was it's uh it's a great instrument. I'll send y'all uh you know pictures and everything. You wanna so invite you us see. to the concert? Oh, yeah. No, no, y'all what, um, y'all come I'll play I'll play for y'all of course. Yeah, I'll love for y'all to come through and, uh, what's the maintenance on a piano? The what? Is there maintenance on a piano? Yes. It's I'll just come. it's it's just like anything else, it depends on how much it's being used. Um if the instrument um like uh, is being used on a day-to-day basis, then it's going to need a lot of maintenance. But if it's just sitting in somebody's house, maybe once a year, twice cool. a year, if it's just, just a lot of times pianos are just sitting at people's mm-hmm. homes. They're not being played. They're showpiece. Yeah. So it's all good. Like you could just leave them be. But if you need somebody to play it, then generally speaking, yes, it requires um, a good amount of maintenance. Some more so than others. Um, 
What does that look like? Are you you're you know tightening chords or you're, you're yeah? There's a up? there's piano tuners you have to call and they come with, with special tools made for the instrument. And what's crazy about piano tuners, even more so than the instrument itself, the piano tuner can make or break how your instrument's gonna sound. Just really? as if, like, I've had some, I've had one dude work on my piano and then somebody else come and have it sound completely different. I'm like, whoa, like, who worked on it this time? Because mm. Jim, the way he tweaked this, I want Jim tweaking my instrument from now on. Mm. And so we did find that one guy. His name is Richard Ziss. What's up? Shout him out. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout him Richard out. Richard Ziss. And when one time Richard Ziss came through, and I said, the piano sounded different. It was almost like he changed the personality of the piano my instrument. Wild. And I had been playing my instrument for a while. I know what it sounds like. But I came back one time, and it was just different. It hit different. I was mm. playing, and I was like, this sounded a little too good. Because I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I ain't this good. Like, this sounds like butter right now. So I was like, yeah, I was like, so I That's told my parents, I was world. like, look, whoever did it last time, use him from now on and so anytime i do anything around like this area we always go to mr zis it, it could be a show outside of my house or wherever we hitting him up you, we mm. couldn't get no explanation from anybody other than gil on that bro because nah, nah, you no. you'll never hear a pianist say like yo that shit sounded like butter son like yeah. <laughs> no it was legit like after he tweaked with it ever since then like i come it's like i go away for a while and then i'll come back and sometimes visit my folks because the piano just stays mm -hmm. with my folks because like i nobody can't else bring touches it, it. Yeah. i can't bring it with me it's too big it's not like a guitar yeah nobody you know? else plays it um generally um if they have guests or whatnot when i'm not there or whatnot and not around um I'm, what ends up happening is sometimes little kids might but but even we had to stop them mm -hmm. we say look when the kids come that. here, uh -huh. we have another keyboard now. We we Take have them. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all ain't messing with this no this, more. This, like, this is serious. Y'all understand in 20 years. <laughs> y'all understand when you get older uh -huh. or something uh -huh. like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, had no, we don't have no more of that. But uh -huh. when I was younger, we, it would always be a <laughs> thing when people were We were wilding. Yo, I can't believe Gil let us touch his fucking piano, yo. That's crazy. Is it assumed? You're gonna play on the piano if there's a party going on and there is a piano there. Yeah, that's something that comes with the territory now that do you, I've been do out you here. Jump first, like I'm about to get this party lit, or is it like asked of you, like, hey, can you? Well, see, you eventually realize that it's best for all involved just to just to go on for it. I'm Gil Scott Chapman, the entertainer. So when I walk into a room, people are gonna expect that and like. It is what it is. That's who I am. That's what I've been doing. That's what, who people have seen me as. So I have to balance that with my need to kind of mm -hmm. maybe not like that's what that's part. That's who I present to myself to be. So people are going to expect reasonably. So I think yeah. expect that when they see me and there's a fucking piano, they're like, yeah, you've been playing CJ six, playing something like I, I didn't understand that at first, though. Like I, I'd be kind of like, oh, man, like I'm not really feeling like right now. But now I can get myself in the mode and I'm like. All right, I'll give y'all one or two songs, and then I'm going about my night. I'm gonna join my night, just mm. like y'all yeah, enjoy your day. Absolutely. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. cause, cause, like, I, I understand that maybe if somebody's not a performer, they might not get it. But like, just like anything else, when you know, um, you know, uh, you know, we we want to just chill too. Like, we we not we don't always want to be on, you know. So like, I might. That's what's cool about um, some of the, my friends who are musicians. If I don't always want to be talking about like 
music and all sorts of like stuff i could just hang around some just people who aren't really trying to be about that and just talk about yeah. some fucking sports talk about what lebron did that day yeah. Fact. yeah absolutely you know what i mean like <laughs> and leave it at that you know so facts yeah i'm gonna I'm spit at you a few questions uh give me give me some some juicy but some short answers to them uh, one question how do you handle performance nerves or stage fright? Or do you even get that at this point in time? It still does happen, but I'm able to get rid of it a lot faster. Um, and then um, also the better I've gotten at the instrument, the less of that I experience. Okay, okay. And and that's like, all right, we, we just had this, this discussion about that piano, right? Like kids can't touch this piano. So when you go out and you're on tour, it's a different piano. Oh time. yeah. So is there like a, a, a bit of nerves because you, you maybe you don't quite know that piano. Yes, that can happen. Especially when it might not be, it's not always, it, it happens like in general at this stage, I'm going to be playing on a great instrument, but from time to time it might not be. And I might have to deal with that. Mm. and it is what it is like i'm there and it's just not happening so it's a case-by-case case sort of thing so so with that like all right so th there might be a little bit of technique that we're not familiar with but that you learned over time uh but how do you keep your performances fresh and engaging for both you and your audience so so, so just from what i've read uh your I guess main focus and, and you have uh, a degree in this, right? The, the improv. Yes. Right. So your focus is jazz. Yes. It okay. has been recently. So, all right. So you're, you, as opposed to like being classical or I don't even know what another type of. That piano is another. Style yeah. That's another form that makes sense. Although I am also a classical, I can play that too. So I keep both, but okay. they're definitely different art forms. So how do you, all right. So if you're improv jazz, so that's, that's fresh all the time. Right. So how do you how do you mix the two to make some sort of <laughs> and how do you get in your bag? Yeah. yeah. Like how do you cook? Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> the best way to describe it is like how we build sentences with different vocabulary words. I'm if I read an article, I learn different vocabulary words. I can build, you know, more creative sentences. It works the same with music. I'm constantly listening to other pianists, other instrumentalists, and I'm taking there's 12 notes in a, in a scale, on a 12 note scale, which is what generally most musicians are dealing with. There's 12 notes, and so that means there's like, there's multiple different ways of just assembling know. a sentence. Yes, exactly, mm -hmm. one thing. So, with that, um, you know, it's, uh, it's sort of like, uh, it's also, it, it feels like, in a sense, Halloween, just all different types of candy in one bag. You got mm -hmm. Twix, Snickers. Musketeer, uh, three Musketeers, Milky Way, M&M's, all in one bag. And then it's just like you're forming a sentence with that bag. I'm going to create things. one. You're forming a sentence. Bar. And then you're, yeah, you're taking a sentence and you're adding another sentence. And then now you have a paragraph. And then you're, so like, you're building. It's, it, everything that, we're doing is good, related. That's everything a fire we're doing analogy. is related. Like, everything is, we're doing is related in you, that way. You might, you might have just broken down sh to street level that's music yeah. theory 
Absolutely. <laughs> Word up, because, you know, all right. Because so, the three musketeers may not taste good with this, but it'll taste good with this, yes, so I'll structure yes. it over here. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Two yeah, M&Ms I've never... versus three might work better than four M&Ms or whatever the case or Damn. whatever you got. So, or... so you know... Yeah, you learn... <laughs> Thank you, Gil. Yeah. Listen, listen. Thank yeah. you, Gil. I, I am a professional uh, uh, novice at piano, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I took in, in school. I took one semester of piano, but it wasn't even piano. It was a it was a music theory course, and they do it. You you learn it on the pianos. You know you know that one time I thought it was him. Like, <laughs> do this right. So coming from that to try and like uh, make beats or whatever, I'm I'm trying to understand music theory, and and I'm getting I'm like I understand it, but I don't quite get it in the form where I can make it actual music but what you had just said there if i thought of it that way or if anybody who, who's into music could think of it that way like your string you're, you're, you're making sentences you're 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 reading or you're writing a paragraph people would understand it more because people could understand subject predicate yes, right? yes but you don't in music theory or or writing you know, or creating music you don't think about it that way you're just kind of like caught up in a sound sounding like this and you know you get a lot of as far as hip-hop is concerned everything almost starts to sound the same now mm -hmm. and that's because you're, you're copying what somebody else's format was what yes. the structure was they don't have the vocabulary to right. throw in different words or whatever or they don't even know how to string along a sentence yes yes therefore it starts you know it starts you, very fundamentally right and then you can imagine with all the different types of candy and then there's new candy coming out every day yeah. or whatever the case or new products i don't i don't know I, i'm not a, i'm not a candy expert but you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. is that there's infinite ways to make one sentence and that's where the fun lies with what i do and, and improvisation is that I can just continually take this bag of candy that I got on Halloween or wherever I was doing and just do whatever, make all these. Basically, I got a bag of tricks. Just yeah. doing all these different tricks, you know. <laughs> it's just doing all these different things with this one bag that I got, you know. And, um, and you're constantly adding to the bag. You might be taking things out of the bag at times. You might not like the Twix anymore. The Twix was cool. Yeah. Last year, but this year, Twix ain't gonna work with what you got going on. You might have to go with something different. You gotta go. You gotta go with a different flavor, a different kind of crush. Sour Patch Kid. In the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Have you, have you ever had a situation where it was all coming down and you were able to provide like a great experience? Like you might have gone somewhere, and the uh, the piano wasn't to chord. The stage was dilapidated. It uh, you know, more than you would think, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. The floorboard. Yeah, like the floor. Yeah, the floor is like <laughs> uneven. There's like they they put the piano in a closet, but yeah. everybody's outside. Yeah. Like is there? Like a things happen. <laughs> no, yes, things do happen, and uh, just like anything else in life, you know, you uh, if I I did go to school and I did get a degree in improvisation. Theoretically, I should be able to improvise. Absolutely. If something happens, I should right. be able to because that's a, you know, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Thanks for right, yeah, right, yeah. right. No, but, uh, it, I, it, uh, but there's a structure to improv. What's cool, what's cool about what you said is it's, it's, all of our, it's all of our goals to find ourselves in those type of situations less and less as we get better at what we do, mm -hmm. right? We're all going to have to face some level of like, you know, all the, our, our, this situation wasn't ideal, but we, we can improve upon that situation over time. So that's kind of what I've, what I've done with situations when they weren't 
ideal and sometimes it's just out of my control but it happens less and less the better i get in the the um you know the older i get is it's happening less but i've experienced a good element of that i've been stiff for money at different points in my career too mm. believe it or not and uh, you know that happens that's a part of it you know um it, you know shouldn't but you know i i remember uh you know that there's there's just so much I've been put in this situations. What's really interesting when people have this pretext that you are good already at something, they might put you in it in a situation that might be over your head. And then mm. you're like, whoa, I got a sink or swim now because they thought I was great and I might be all right, but I'm not what they thought I was. They thought like I could do like this whole thing, but I really could kind of just do a part of what they asking of me. I've been in a lot of those situations. Most of the time, I've been able to rise to the occasion, but those times where I wasn't, did you felt it? But mm. it, I always say, when I I can take it L. Like I don't know. There is the things about me. Like I'm not a perfect person, but I think that I can take it L. I don't know. I think that I've gotten better at it over time. When I was younger, like as I explained earlier on in the show, I definitely was a little like um, probably probably too overzealous with things like probably talking too much or whatever the case may be. But as I got older and life humbled me, I started to like get a more balanced view of like who I was and what I had to offer the world based upon like the type of feedback I was getting from my peers and others and stuff. And I just kind of fine tuned this process over time, you know, just make, I made, I made a lot of mistakes both musically and in life, you know, I mean, we can't cover everything in a podcast, but I can just say that off the top that um, I'm a person who likes to learn from my mistakes. Like, it's going to hurt and I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad about it. You know, I mean, it, it might hurt, but I'm going to try to learn from whatever that was and, and make it happen. So that's my short answer. Short. Enough, man. That's, that's, it, man. That's, that's for real. That's real shit right there. Look. What uh last question? Got, okay. Yeah. What what's on the plate for 2023 for Gil Scott Chapman? Well, um, I have uh, each year, as Donnie knows, I've been um been working at this uh, resort in Michigan, and uh, it's a it's a real nice resort up there. Uh, um, they hired me as an entertainer for six months out of the year, and it's on this it's on this island in Michigan. Oh, you I got usually... a residency? Yeah. No yeah. shit. Yeah, I do. I've yeah. had it since uh, twenty eighteen. We, uh, we gonna have to speak because yeah. I would definitely yeah. love to come. Yeah. Well, we yeah. have so many. Yeah, there's so many things we need to get to, but this is something that's definitely on the table for twenty twenty three. Hoping to return there over the summer. And uh, I'm hoping to get that TikTok popping around that time too. Yes, sir. And get some get some things going with that that Absolutely. social media content with the music and everything. Okay. So. They got Absolutely, yeah. We can't yeah. get that up to y'all. We definitely gonna have you back for part two if you would love to. Please, sure. we would love to have you back. Yeah, Absolutely, I'll come through. I'll be around till the summer. I'll be, I'll be in, I'll be in this. Hey, we might area. have to come to Michigan and shoot uh, a pot up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, that'd be cool. Absolutely, that'd be cool. Thank you, yo. We appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, we appreciate your time, bro. Very, very good. Thank you, brother. Thank you. We appreciate you. Last. As words, my man. Any burning desires? Uh, no, no, not really. I mean, you hit everything. I mean, one thing I wanted to ask was what, other than your parents, what's the motivation? Is 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 it just the like the pure talent, the pure gift? That's a great or, question. Like, what is it like? Like what? Like what burns you to like get up and go out there to mac it all? Like, all, you know, 
take that boat, no cars over there, you're walking miles to get to, you know, and, and where me, you're sleeping at, you're going to, you know, let, let me add on top this of the hill. so you could bang it all in one. You've been doing this for 25 years. Do you consider yourself a master or an elite he's pianist? A he's a master. I'll, 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 in that, in I that. can tell you that. I'll tell you that. He's though. a master. He is a master. Because 25 that. years, you're only 31, but when you think about it, 25 yeah. years, you've yeah. mastered something at 10. Yeah. You've done it twice and then another half time. Thank you. Yes, so. I, I still feel that I have some more improvements to be made, but I'm better at appreciating where I am today and what I've accomplished up until this point. And I am happy with some of the progress that I've made in my music career. But like I was explaining to y'all before, I think life is a never ending. It just seems like you keep having to keep climbing upstairs and the staircase you might not be able to see where it leads all the times i feel like i'm still doing that in some ways just reaching new heights uh learning more like this is this experience today is something i'll be able to add into my artistic experience moving forward all the different personalities in this room and perspectives and ways about going about things these are all things that i can add into my you know and my music so it, it remains to be seen i, I Sometimes, you know, even sometimes, you know, in life is funny. We have a fr front row seats to our own life, but sometimes, you know, we don't even know what's going to happen. We mm -hmm. just kind of, I'm, I'm along for it. That adventure, that adventure is what drives me. What he just mentioned, the traveling, you know, the getting on the boat, the journey, the, the, journey, the, mm -hmm. the island, and there's no cars on the island. We could talk more about that later. Yeah. It's just horses. So, yeah. so like you're in that, it horses. feels crazy. Yo, it's crazy because you disconnect to connect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We got to talk more about that. So I, I also want to add that his parents named him after Gil Scott Heron. It's Gil Scott Chapman. Yes. I am named after Gil Scott Heron. And, uh, yeah. uh, I saw him perform in New York City before he passed before away. He died, right? Oh wow! Yeah, he okay. was in he was in bad shape physically, but the spirit his spirit was alive, and that's what we were there for. You know, it's fine. Like God. you know, we all can't have it all together all the time, man. Like we don't. I don't know what his life journey was. I didn't walk in his shoes. I didn't walk in his shoes. You know what I mean? For all I know, the man was tired. He was ready. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, you know but that I mean? night it was special. Oh, it was yeah. special. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was special. Um, and I was grateful for that experience because he is my namesake. That's who they intentionally named me after. So I was happy that I got this, a chance to see this person. God is good, passed. man. That's crazy. Yeah, Absolutely, that was good. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you coming through. Thank you. Uh, I know you know we, we talked about this for at least between me and Dom. Uh, you know, trying to get this put together for quite a bit, and I'm I'm, I'm real I'm real glad that this happened. This was um, great. Everybody who's listening, you just heard Gil Scott Chapman, international pianist. This is the Customer Service Podcast. And I hope y'all enjoyed this shit. If you want to support, please check us out on YouTube at the Customer Service Podcast. Uh, if you go on IG at the Customer Serve Pod, that's serve without the E, um, the Customer Service Podcast.com. Buy some merch, leave an email, Ooh, tell us if this shit was yeah. whack, tell us if it was fire, all that shit. Support uh, Dark Side Industries, all that good stuff. We out of here. This is the Customer Service Podcast. Later. I got a complicated order. I want to see your manager. The cowardly. I am your manager. What's up?